Yo, 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 what up, everybody? Thank you for checking out our podcast, For the Vibes, where we promote, review, and just celebrate reggae rock music and deliver awesome interviews. And I'll tell you what, I'm chilling on a Sunday morning. This is something new. We normally don't record in the morning, but today I'm feeling good, man. The vibes are strong. I'm feeling right. Okay, and we got some big news. All right, I know you saw the For the Vibes Lion logo and said, dang, man, that is just so fresh. That's sick, man. Where can I get that? And before today, you haven't been able to, but big news. All right, we're almost at a thousand likes on Facebook, okay? And we want you to support the brand and we're going to reward you with the contest to get some exclusive merch. Finally, you can get that smooth, powerful Lion for the Vibes podcast logo printed on a shirt. All you have to do is stay posted to our Facebook and you're going to see a contest. All right. And all you have to do is follow, tag a couple people, something like that. And you might be walking around with the most exclusive merch in the world because there might only be one printed. Okay. So uh, stay posted for that. But back to what we do here. All right. It's your boy, JB. But. It's not just me. I'm only one-third of this thing. And really, if you want to get into it, probably one-fourth of this thing. But I got two other gentlemen with me that enjoy music and have posi vibes. <laughs> Mr. Posi Vibes himself. Evan, what's up, dude? How are you? Yo, what up, JB? Oh, I'm chilling, dude. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm just blessed, dude. I'm just blessed. And speaking of blessings, I know... Our boy Brett Coleman is appreciative of blessings that come his way. Brett, what up, man? How you doing? What's up, man? I'm definitely appreciative. I I wake up and uh, <clears throat> smile. It is a Sunday morning. It's beautiful, beautiful weather. Arizona family is representing. Family is representing. Everyone's healthy today. Thank God. Feeling good, man. Because, you know, when you wake and bake, you know that everything will be just fine. So fine. Love you, slightly stupid. Love you, everybody. Good morning. Yes, dude. I like that, man. Good we got, morning. We got some positive energy on this thing here, man. I think anyone that's listening right now has just been uplifted. And mm-hmm. um, honestly, man, I can't wait for them to hear this interview uh, with the lead singer Sideways, man. This We got a nice interview uh, coming this week, man. I can't wait for the people to be blessed um and and hear the wise words uh, that we, uh, we, we were able to, uh, you know, uh, chop it up here on this podcast. So before we get into that, though, we've got a couple of things we need to do. All right. Evan, I know you're you're did you balance everybody out, man? Brett and I were like sometimes all over the place, man. We were like, you know, we got the creative mindset. We just kind of go with the flow. Evan, you're very regimented. All right. We must have all man. You're the science, dude. Whoa. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, uh, should we start then? Well, my Dude. my point is I want to give Evan the opportunity, which he takes every episode, to let the people know what they're getting into. So, Evan, please. Yeah, man, I can do that, JB. So, on this here podcast, you know, we, we get into a few things that JB already mentioned, <coughs> right? We we go, we say hello, then we listen to the latest and greatest in reggae rock music. We listen to what, in our opinions, are the five best songs that came out the Friday beforehand. Then... You know, maybe we chit chat a little bit, talk about reggae rock news, what else is going on in the reggae rock world. We'll give you a positive thought of the week, 
give you something that makes you feel a little good, right? Give you some pep in your step. Maybe we something that say something that you relate to. Maybe you're going through something, and hopefully we can help you go through whatever you're going through. And then we'll give you an interview with one of the latest and greatest in reggae rock artists this week. We've got Sideways. Is that about it? Did I did I get everything? Is that? Mm-hmm. I think so. Do okay. Yeah, I think Pretty so. good. Man. Good. Honestly, I, was, I was nervous. I was, I'll be honest. Evan, I, no, I appreciate that you said that. I appreciate that you made yourself vulnerable and just let the people know that you were nervous. I think that that's good. And I think that's going to, you know, work out for you in the long run. But I did want to say, man, that just like, dude, you like how smooth that was, dude. It, it was criminal. Honestly, like that's oh. the only way to describe it, dude. It was just like it was criminal. Just how smooth and silky that was, baby. All right. <laughs> criminal. Evan, that's Yeah, because I'm not talking. You're not talking about Michael Jackson right now. Let's get into some music up first. We've got the song Criminal from the Elevators. There it is, everybody. Start me up. Hey. The way your body moves is criminal. The way you stole my heart was robbery. And now you're looking for your getaway. Moving too fast, murder she wrote Came in with the power, like a wild child It did it day long, I stood up space in my mind The way you played me was subliminal I'm coming down and it's ugly love But I still want you like my favorite job Yeah, I just want you too much Start me up The way your body moves is criminal damn 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 that is such a smooth jam smooth criminal as you were saying before jb you know uh i like this song so much i bought the t-shirt i'm gonna start with that because you know sometimes like i saw the shirt come out i saw the artwork i know the elevators are dope but it's kind of like, you know, um, buying a t-shirt to a restaurant you've never been to, if that makes sense. I had to subscribe to it and uh, definitely subscribe to this track by The Elevators. You get Johnny Cosmic producing it. You get the vibe and melody and message of The Elevators put to sounds that just, I hate to say it, like not being cliche, I would say it anyway, just elevate the sound of where they're going. They constantly just keep getting better and better in my opinion and this track is is inspiring and it makes kind of that emotive sense to keep you uh you know feeling a little bit fiery about your loved one or a little guilty pleasures in some in some regard i guess with that kind of love affair that you have that's that was kind of like my take on the song there's a lot of lines that you could dissect and uh you know recite and 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 play back that will make you think about a lot of things i think in general maybe not just your love situation but this is a very love vibe song for me my take on it right out the gate like i said i bought the t-shirt you should too check out their merch it's dope yeah 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 dude i'm glad you mentioned that that t-shirt because the artwork which is on the t-shirt for this track is absolute fire man and 
Dude, I agree with everything that you said. I, I love this track. It is about uh, – it does make you think a lot, man. Lines like, the way you stole my heart was robbery, and now you're looking for your getaway. I still want you like my favorite drug out of reach, out of touch. I mean, this is an emotional song, man. And, and yeah. uh, you know, one thing I always like to do, too, when we look at this, uh, when, like the playlist leading into it, is I go to Facebook, and I just check out what people are saying. And, I mean, the reaction to this track already is – is uh, incredible. Danny Ray said, and this might be one of the best things I've heard about like a, a song. Danny Ray said, gonna have some drinks later and bang this one. I mean, like, what? <laughs> you know, like that's, uh, that's what else could you want as a musician to put a song out and just have somebody be like, I'm going to go get crushed later and just crank it. Dude, just turn this all the way up. Um, Jenny Hughes said, I've got it on repeat. So good with four O's. Uh, and then two heart emojis and two fire emojis. And I think that that's a great way to, to sum it up. And, uh, Brett, you mentioned that Johnny Cosmic produced it. It was recorded in Great Stone Studio. Yeah. So you know it's on point. And it's interesting because Elevator's out in California, and you see it on social media. They're connecting with, you know, Adam Gross and, you know, uh, you know obviously Johnny Cosmic and, and Stick Figure. And, like, uh, you know, so they're out on the West Coast. And I saw uh, Jackson uh, rocking – Cutlass brand. He had a Cutlass brand hat on. And if you think about that, I mean, Cutlass brand is uh, Duddy from the Dirty Heads. I think that's one of his projects. So to see these guys from the East Coast, man, representing for Massachusetts, for New England, out in California, mixing with the culture out there, that's a beautiful thing to me. Um, so uh, just all around, man, I'm so stoked for the elevators and what they're doing and what they represent and the kind of music that they're putting out here. And this, this song is, is a banger and hopefully a sign of more music to come. Um, the only question, Evan, I actually have a question for you, man. I know this is a real emotional kind of love song, man. Was this, did this stir up any emotions thinking about what's her name? Destiny, Kendall. Chastity, Vanessa, Kendall, Marissa, guys. Kendall, Chelsea, Kendall. Carissa, Clarissa, Kendall. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> any Kendall vibes on this one, Ev? <laughs> Nah, man. The, there, there's no Kendall vibes left in this in this room. Uh, the Kendall vibes are have left the building. Her loss, dude. The way Absolutely. she stole your heart was robbery. Evan, yeah, she got away. <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I appreciate that. Uh. <laughs> Actually, maybe Evan was a criminal in this one, dude. Maybe he got away. Maybe he stole her heart, dude. Who knows? You'll have to wait till next episode. We'll really get into it. But, Ev, what'd you think of this track, man? I know you liked it. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, this is, I mean, I think you guys said about all there is to say about this track. But, yeah, I mean, this is this is your smooth down home <laughs> love song, baby. I mean, you you you, you bang Ooh. this, you crank this. Uh, the, those words that you use and people online use, I mean, those are, those are words. People might uh, make some babies to this song. You know hey. what I'm saying? That's going to be some love little, making. Little elevator babies. I like it. Um, all right. <laughs> well, Ev, dude, I appreciate that. Uh, what's next, dude? Up next, we've got the song Your Own Self from Saltwater Slide.
slide your own self off of the album vibe factory man let's celebrate a little bit here man saltwater slide we had them on the podcast coming out of texas man we've been following them for years love their vibes love what they're doing they're building something special and they drop their album vibe factory great name first of all but it, it, and even just take a step back, this track, Your Own Self, love it. I love the bluesy down south vibe mixed with some straight up skanking vibes. I mean, you know, the message that I took out of this track is like, you know, prioritize yourself. If you don't do it, who else is going to? And you got to get up. You got to go. Nothing else to lose. You know, when you put yourself first, man, like, you know, that's how that's it's, it's one of those things where, like, if you're on an airplane Right. And and there's turbulence. and You're going down, dude. And the oxygen things come down. You got to put it on yourself first before you can help anybody else. There's nothing wrong with prioritizing yourself. And that's why I love this track and this message. And honestly, man, Saltwater Slide, dude, they're just the realized dudes like they created a freaking record label. They're doing community work. They're building that community. They're helping other artists get on like they're doing some pretty cool stuff, man. So this album, I love it, man. It's It's just full of. Different styles, different sounds. They do a fucking Post Malone cover, which just goes hard. They've got skits, dude. Like, I haven't seen that since, like, hip-hop albums back in the day. Like, good skits in, in an album. I think it's underrated. And then they have a lot of music they that they previously, um, you know, put out kind of all combined with some new stuff. A little bit of everything, man. I, You know, for me, I just, I love this album. I love this band. I love supporting these guys because they're, uh, they're awesome, man. And I thought that this song was a good representation of what you get out of that album so go check it out go stream it vibe factory booyah i agree with you man i think everything you said is correct and i would just say i would like to support the uh, character of everybody in saltwater slide they're good people they do good things like you said very community oriented and uh, that's what this community is about. And we've seen it from, from every level. And I mean, even just having that conversation with Rome on the last podcast where you, even at his stature, he still relies on this community to grow and be supportive. So seeing what Saltwater Slide's doing at their level and increasing their reach and, and making the reach of this music and genre grow is amazing. So I appreciate that hustle. And uh, I'm glad they got a vibe factory because we need it. We need more good in this world right now. So keep... Keep pushing those vibes. Let's do it. And honestly, man, that Post Malone cover, like, I know we talked about Rome Ramirez. We talked with yeah. Rome Ramirez, and we talked about Post Malone. And the fact that they did a Post Malone cover, I feel like Post Malone would love Saltwater Slide and what they're doing and their sound and their style and the fact that they're building kind of their own thing. And I could see him at a Saltwater Slide concert just vibing out. Um well, let's put this out there. We want to talk to Post Malone, right? So if y'all are listening to this, start tagging him. Tag Saltwater Slide. Tag Post Malone. Let's get his ass on the podcast. Let's do this. 
Dude, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Why not? I mean, he's not reggae, but I mean, that would be a great conversation. I'd be down. I think so. I think so. He sounds like a real cool dude. And we'll bring up Saltwater Side when we talk to him. But, um, Evan, anything to add, dude? Or you just want to, like, you just want to move us forward in this podcast, dude? Let's you keep it choose. moving. I'm, I'm feeling good. I mean, that song's got me in a vibe. Let's keep the vibe going here. Uh, up next, we've got the song Fallen from Denim. Fallen. <clears throat> fallen um yeah dude let's talk about it i uh I, I really i like denim the artist i like what he's doing i like what he's bringing to the table um and this track is is uh a little sample of that man like this guy's so freaking talented i love this track um the lyrics are are, are strong you know i know lately we've just been friends i've been Playing pretend I can't get you out of my mind. I think I'm falling for you. What am I supposed to do? I mean, this is a song about a guy that you know. Maybe he's maybe he's playing things casual, right? And then he starts catching feelings, dude. He starts falling. I've been thinking about it for a long time. I can't shake this feeling, girl. You have to be mine, you know. And honestly, Kendall, if you're listening, <laughs> like you know, you could have had this. All right. You could have had this, but you didn't. I uh, it, that would hurt their feelings if you if you knew what what was said. But you know what? I'm not going to go down that path right oh. now. We're talking about denim. Oh, oh God! Yeah, you're yeah. right. Let's the, the, the role the, music. The roles were reversed on that one, JB. Uh, but that that said, uh, yeah, man, denim is sick. Um, all you the love reversing they, roles. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Just continue. 
all the songs Denim puts out are super, super polished. Um, they're not afraid to bend genres. They've got all kinds of different stuff out there. And they've been putting out song after song after song over the past what feels like six months or so. I feel like every month we've got a new Denim track to listen to. We talked about Denim when we spoke to Adam Gross. I mean, it, it just feels like this is a person who, once life is back to normal, is going to be making a huge splash in the reggae rock scene. It'll be out there about playing shows, spreading good vibes, making good music, and uh, I'd love to have him on this podcast and learn a little more about him. Yeah, my take on it is a uh, good storyteller. Like That's what I, I took from the track. Felt authentic, felt like somebody I want to listen to You know the songs, I want to listen to the message, I want to get that vibe and, and, and enjoy it. And so I kind of yeah, agree with all that you guys said, but it feels very real, conversational and approachable and to me, that makes it seem like something that uh, I'm going to get into a bit more. So I'm going to check it out. I don't know too much about him, to be honest. But that's well, going to change because I listen yeah, to For the Vibes. I think you guys definitely just put that out into existence. And um, now it's just got to happen. Actually, I'm looking at his merch right now, too. Check out that merch, man. Uh, Denno's got some pretty interesting merch available. And, uh, yeah, man, this guy's just bringing it. So... Let's keep it moving. I, I think we're all in agreement that Denim slaps. Um, so, yeah, nothing more to be said there, man. Let's keep it moving, dude. Up next, we've got the song Warrior Cry from Drifting Roots <clears throat> in Zion. Warrior Cry. What do you say? tell you guys a little something all right i went to zion music's facebook page and um not their most recent post but um one of their most recent posts they put up a, a, a video and it says day one of tour was epic up next jacksonville florida and it's actually now that i'm looking at it, they're sharing it from drifting roots 
uh, Facebook page. Now, when I'm watching this video, first of all, the energy looks incredible. It looks like just a banging concert. Uh, but then I I noticed something that looks familiar, man, and and that is Tim Azzy crushing the bass. And Tim Azzy is somebody that I'm sure anyone in the music scene is probably cross paths with or, or knows of. And just from working with Reggae 360, you know, I've been on a couple of calls with Tim. You know, he's he's worked on some uh, stuff for our artists previously. And like, let me tell you, this is a stand up guy, man. From all accounts, everybody that meets Tim Mazzy or works with Tim Mazzy just speaks highly of him. So to see him up there on stage crushing the bass, just vibing out, like that makes me happy. That brings me joy. And and honestly, like Drifting Roots is is a is a very up and coming band, man. They're killing it right now. They're making a name for themselves. I think this collab with Zion Music is is dope. And um I like the energy of the song, man. I you know a warrior cry, like, you know, let's break that down, right? So a war cry is a shouted word or sound used by fighters in battle to give each other courage or to frighten their enemy, a phrase or saying that's used to make people support an idea or a cause. And I feel like if you listen to the lyrics of this track, it's all positive energy, man. It's all music of just like uh, encouragement, words of affirmation, um, you know, super, super positive music. And, you know, very, very easy to, to just like mellow out to, you know, maybe um, sit back and just meditate, throw on this track, you know, get yourself some uh, some good words of encouragement, that type of thing. So the whole thing, I love it. I Just everything. Tim Azzy, the vibe, the music, the, the tour, they're probably crushing it down there, um, you know, and uh, this track was fire too. So I don't know. I, I loved it. Yeah, everything. What do you guys think? I'll tell you what I think. I uh, I think that I'm sorry, JB. I think you're wrong. I think Tim is actually playing guitar. Uh, Did only I say because, bass? Yeah, Ooh. smoking the bass. Ooh, That's a Yarmo thing. Rough. Yeah, but hey, no, another JB reason why I say this because I, I had some as as you idiot. I was a little jealous because I saw his pick guard that he. I think uh, Mikey Tunes or one of those guys. Like made a custom pick guard for him for a Telecaster and it was <clears throat> fucking sick. And I also appreciate the story of, you know, I don't know if he was in bands prior to this, but it seems like he just jumped in and is going head first into drifting roots. And uh, I can appreciate that sentiment right now at the moment. <laughs> seems like a, a cool thing uh, to get involved in music in that way. So being a part of the performance is amazing. The song itself, you know, like you said, there's there's lots of very good parts to it. Uh, but I, I don't want to drag it out. You know, I don't want to say too much of the same thing except for I love the good vibes. I love this community. I love seeing this kind of interaction and growth within a band. And this is what it's all about. So uh, props to Drifting Roots, Tim Azzy, and you too. Oh, man. Thank you, dude. That was positive. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Good energy. It wasn't until you said that, dude. You just you just blew everybody's high, man. We were all feeling it, and then you said it. He called it out, and now it's gone. So, so thanks I, for I, that, Evan. I, I mean, I was I, up next. God, you we've ruined got it, the song, dude. Good Energy. Oh, now I feel it coming back. <laughs> that song is from Austin Grimm featuring Mellow Dose and the Elevators. Bringing back some Elevators. 
lucky one I got nothing but trouble Nothing but trouble I see no reason to weigh you down With all my worry All my worry I know I'm a fortunate son All my trouble What do they really mean? No reason to go spread them round Give me nothing but love Good, good energy Hey, 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 hey Good, good energy Hey, 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 hey Good, good energy I've been giving it all, so I'm giving this all I got. No reason to turn back now. One hell of- <laughs> Good awesome energy. Room. Mellow dose in the elevators. Good energy. Evan, talk about it. This is another collaboration coming out from Tennessee. Um, I mean, you've got the Roots of Rebellion boys, Austin Grimm and Mellow Dose coming together on this one. And they bring in the elevators on it to just give you great freaking vibes. I mean, Austin Grimm on a lot of their solo stuff is doing a lot of really like kind of chill vibe stuff. They did, you know, some country covers and stuff like that, too, in the past that had more like a, a reggae feel to it. So this kind of brings in a little bit of almost that down tempo American Americana vibe. But then I feel like maybe Melodose and the elevators bring in a little bit more of that reggae rock feel to it, you know. Um, it's a cool song. It is just good energy. I mean, you can put this song on in the background. Maybe you got some warm days in the spring coming up. The sun comes up. You've got some nicer weather. You can go outside, put this on. You know, you've got your morning coffee, maybe a little, a little morning smoke on a Sunday where you don't have to do anything and you can just sit out, relax and let the vibes happen. You know, let them happen. Be a vibe factory, be your own vibe factory. You know, let it happen. Tell you what, I, I look at the picture of Austin Grimm, and he just looks like, and then the, the description under it, it says he's a true believer in the healing power of music. And I definitely believe that, um, that you can see that, you know, he obviously does feel that way, that the music moves him. And this track provided what the name implied. It was just good energy, good vibes, nice, just balanced track. And I love that. Um, you know, we see again, more collaborations with the elevators moving around different, you know, artists to work with different producers, all this kind of coming together to, to make these sounds is just amazing. And I also want to just bring back the fact that, uh, we're bookending right here with the elevators. We started with them and they were just involved in this track. And I like that. I like it. The elevators, baby. Hey, elevators baby which we said earlier which we still don't know technically what an elevator baby is but we'll we'll tease it out a little bit more and we'll have an answer for you guys next week um yeah man austin Grimm and roots of rebellion mellow dose like that's i I love their sound i love their style and there's definitely evan like you said man there's a little bit of nashville in this track man you can hear just a little bit so 
Um, I'm feeling it, dude. I love this music. I think Austin Grimm is crushing it right now. I, I noticed, dude, he's actually opening up for Cass Haley, um, you know, for some for some shows um, in Nashville, which is pretty dope, man. That's that's a you know that's a real good look and, and awesome. Um, yeah, dude, Melodos and Austin Grimm, they're crushing. Uh, their their solo music, Roots of Rebellion is awesome. The Elevators, obviously, like Jackson brings those vocals. Um, every feature he's on, it just like it just amplifies the sound. I love it. Um, and this track is just really hits home, man. It's just about shouting out the people that bring you good energy. And for me, I think about the people that bring me good energy. Number one, my mom does. You know, she's always brings good energy. Um, Evan and Brett, you guys bring good energy. David Shaw brings good energy. You know, people that bring that, that, that positive, uh, I know you use the word vibes a lot on this podcast, but positive vibes in your life. It's important. Um, and I love the line. I've been, I've been given a lot, so I'm giving it my all. And if you think about that, like all the people in your life, they give you a lot. They give you love. They give you support. They give you time. They give you energy. Your parents did, you know, well, maybe not everybody, but like, you know, most people there, they've had somebody support them that has given them their life energy, whether it's, you know, positive thoughts or just being supportive or fucking just, you know, helping them when they need it. Right. People have given you a lot. So how could you not knowing that give it your all now in trying to build your life and be the best version of yourself. It's an obligation. It's a responsibility. And I think if some people recognize that it's just going to, it's going to take them to the next level. So it's something I try to think about, try to meditate on is like, I've been given a lot and I can't take it for granted. I have to uh, try to do my best. So um, shout out to this song for being so goddamn good and making me feel all that, all of it. So, wow. Did you I just like sneak it. the positive thought like right into that? Like we didn't even segue into it. Did you just kind of add some of that or do you want to continue going? Cause you, you're on a train right now. You're on a, you're on a very vibey. Like we, we're not overusing it folks. You are vibey <laughs> train here. Yeah, man. Let's ride that thing right into the sunlight. What? That doesn't make sense. Sure choo, it does. Choo. The vibe train's here, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, man, we can segue right into a positive thought of the week. I don't I don't mind that. You know, I did try to sneak it in there like that one time, you know, Evan uh, <laughs> boofed the shank camp. when he went to prison. You know, he boofed it and got it in there and did his thing, you know. But here he is back, free as a free man. Evan, what are you doing over there? I see you. Are you texting Kendall? God damn it. We got a positive thought of the week to deliver. The boys were talking to me, Kendall. And now I've been thinking about things, and I was wrong. Evan, is that is this the bit that you hate the most, the Kendall bit? Do we need to, like, I can see it in your face. We, we, we've we had some good bits, all right? But this Kendall bit, I feel like you regret that it ever happened, and here Look, we are. Our like listeners I, are invested in this. I just feel bad because we're not talking, and if Kendall was ever like, man, you know, I want to I wanna creep on Evan. I want to see what they're doing. They're going to listen to this podcast, and they're going to feel weird. Now, is let her me name... Ask- Sorry, I was gonna ask. Yeah, no, I really think we're Kendall. saying the same thing. Yeah, I thought this was code name, or does <laughs> it does is a code name? Know that it's yeah. No, this okay. is oh, so she's she's just gonna think you're talking about some different girl, man. To- totally, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, anyways, yeah. well, since we're talking about real positive stuff, why don't we just give the people what they deserve, which is the positive thought of the week, and then let's play this freaking amazing interview. Yes. Sideways, man. Such a sick band. Such a 
amazing sound. We gotta do, we gotta do them right, man. We gotta we gotta tee things up properly. Dustin Parks deserves it, man. He is he's an absolute legend. Um, so let's do a quick positive thought of the week, man. What do you guys want to do? How do you want to do it? I'm like always the guy that wants to jump into the fire first, just to see if uh, I can get it done. So get it I'll done, get Brett. It. Okay. Um, what what I can think of is, you know, I guess it's a positive thought, but these are always spontaneous. And and what I was thinking about thirty seconds before I said I wanted to say something was the fact that. Uh, you know, this community has always been something that's super supportive. Um, but also trying to find a balance and maintaining a balance for yourself. Like this is something that, um, you know, we were talking about songs this week in the saltwater slide song. Um, what is it on my own or your own self? I mean, yeah, that's basically with that kind of title. It's like, you've got to take care. And and you made a great reference as well, JB, like with the uh, flight and you got to put your mask on before you can help somebody else. And you've got to be able to know intrinsically what you want. And you've got to take time to do the inventory. And it doesn't mean that just because you might get closer to figuring out that you do figure it out, or maybe you will figure it out, but I've got to do this for myself. And I just think it's something that maybe hopefully can help you guys too. If you're kind of trying to figure out how to reset some priorities or what your priorities are or your work status or, you know, who you work for and what you do and all these things, like you just sometimes got to look at it at what is best for the foundation for your own house. And uh, I encourage you all to do that because I think if we can find what truly motivates us, will be stronger moving forward and a lot more uh just yeah stronger and and that's i think the goal is i've put myself into some weird uncomfortable situations by putting myself out there being on the podcast playing music doing things why do these things i don't know because i want to but you know you got to figure out what the base is so you can move forward and and feel good about these steps that we take because being vulnerable makes you grow my opinion. Hell yeah, dude. Lots to unpack right there. Random thoughts by Brett Coleman. You're welcome. Damn, I've been Respect. trying to put on LBs for a while, you know, gain some weight. If you're telling me if I if I'm just a little more vulnerable, maybe that'll help me grow just a, a little bit bigger, a little bit faster. I've been trying all kinds maybe, of maybe you know maybe uh, maybe you do like less weight and you know less weight, more positivity, you know. Uh well, Evan, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Why don't you make yourself vulnerable right now, dude? Like, Ooh. open up to the people. All right. Take what? What's the expression? Pull back the the what's the pull katana? back the reins? No, pull it's like the oh, God, it's like a business turn. No, it's a business term that people just overuse. It's like kimono. Pull open the kimono. Pull oh, back. Open the kimono. your kimono. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I hate that. Kimono. By the way, I hate. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that probably has some that terrible. Term. That could get us canceled. All right. Like I don't know what that saying really is all about. It so, sounds like uh, we're uh, all no. disagreeing with the phrase being used, but we're gonna use it anyways. <laughs> we all don't like it. No, just, 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 just expose yourself, Evan. Oh, Evan, open up your kimono, <clears throat> and let the people. Um, see you as a vulnerable man or uh, what you know just you be a vulnerable person let him know express yourself hey hey so like i don't <laughs> know what i was what i was thinking about for positive thought of the week is just um 
you know, like positive self-talk and stuff like that. I was kind of thinking about it. And there's a lot of people that I talk to and, you know, it's just like, hey, man, how's it going? And it's it'll just be regularly negative, just like, oh, you know, it's okay. Or they ask me how I'm doing. Like, man, I'm having a great day. You know, it's a good day to be alive. And they'll be like, well, it's certainly a day, you know. And it's like sometimes, like, there's people that are just consistently – bringing neggy vibes right it's just everything is negative you can say something positive they respond negatively and like not letting that in as much as possible is just important but also like even just trying to fucking respond in a positive manner you know just fucking shoot positivity right back out at him just you know let him know you got fucking nah man it is a fucking great day you know we're blessed to be here to be alive right now when this moment is fantastic you could have been born somewhere else as somebody else and have a yes. terrible fucking time. But you know what? You're born in Preach. a place that's probably okay. You probably got food, water. You got a place to live. Life is all right, man. Everything is fucking okay. The sun is shining. We're fucking living, breathing. We got things to do. We got friends. We got family. We got love. We got Ooh. passion. We got good music. We've got everything we fucking need right here, Ooh, right now in this geez. moment. And you know what? You might feel bad sometimes. But right now, yeah. when I ask you how your day is going, it's going goddamn okay at a minimum. Don't tell me anything else. You know? I mean, fuck, man. Life is all <laughs> Dang, right. bro. Anyways, Put that in a friggin' syringe and inject that into my blood. God damn, bro. That's, yes! That's it. He went off. Oh, uh, man. I, out? I don't know where I am or who I am, but I feel good. Wait, uh, did you do a complete 360 on the phrase always good as a response to how are you? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Because I know we've, we've, uh, you know, you've, you've yeah. You I still don't love there, the dude, phrase I love "always good," but I like the phrase okay, "good." Fair. I like the word "good." Fair, you know. Uh, fair, 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 dude. I don't know how I follow that up, but I'm gonna try, man. All right, if you here's my positive thought of the week: celebrate the small victories. I don't know why this analogy came to me, but I was thinking in my brain, in my big, beautiful brain, is I was imagining a battlefield. Right, like an old school battlefield, and like I'm talking like Napoleon, like back in the day, way back with like muskets and swords and shit, and horses and dude. If you think like a battlefield, somebody is gonna win, somebody is gonna be victorious, right? And a lot of times that has to do with you know your resources, how many people you have, uh, you know, on your side, like tactical strategy, all that shit. But in the end of the day, somebody's going to win. And if you break that down and you look at the individual battles, the sword fights, the, the, you know, just like if you break it down to a very granular level, it's all about little tiny victories. You know, and if you think about your life as a, as a battle, as something that you want to win, you got to break it down to the little tiny, small victories because it's all momentum. It's all pushing you towards that victory. So if you wake up, man, and you fucking like, you know, wake up without your alarm or, you know, make a cup of coffee and it's really fucking good. You put the exact right amount of milk in it and it's just like fire. I think I've actually said that before on this podcast. But anyways, dude, just celebrate the small victories because it's all a part of the bigger battle. Wars have been won based on those little tiny victories. So Evan, a little tiny victory for you, man. You fucking crushed the positive thought of the week. You know? Now you just build on that. And Brett, you've already, dude, you've had like three small victories just in the two hours that we've been on the Zoom call. You know? I'll take every single one of them. Being on the Zoom call is a victory. And Being David, on this podcast gonna, is a victory. 
Amen, man. I, I believe that, dude. But I'll tell you this. We're going to win this fucking war, boys. All right? We're going to win it. The war against That's Neggy Vibes. We are. We're going to cancel Neggy Vibes. Can we normalize nor, Normie and Posy Vibes and cancel Neggy Vibes, please? Yeah. I, Thank feel, you. I feel like y'all are, are valley talking right here. Like... Yeah, like I just like really like don't you have like such naggy vibes, vibes, you know. It was naggy vibes, like Ugh, you have I don't such know. naggy vibes. I don't want to hang out with Susan. Ugh, Ugh. naggy vibes. <laughs> this is fucked up. You know what, Dustin? We love you. We appreciate you taking yes. the time to be on this podcast. We're leading up into your interview, and we're talking about naggy vibes. Ugh, like <laughs> that's not good. Sorry, man. Uh, but what a good time it was to get to know. And hear about these motivations, hear about that community, hear about Law Records as a whole. Uh, I just think, you know, uh, the collaborations, the new singles, everything you're about to hear about, I thought was just a testament. Again, I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it all the fucking time because I appreciate this community so much. You hear it. Think about that as we talk about, you know, as we go through this conversation, you hear it back. You hear that this community helps continue to push and grow careers and collaborations and opportunities and just seize the fucking moment. I've had a good morning. Sunday morning vibes. Here on For The Vibes. How you doing? Sorry, I got amped up. Not as much as Evan, but you spread the you spread that energy, bro. Oh. I like it, man. All I want to know is I, I genuinely curious how many beers uh were were crushed at the lunch that Dustin had um with Law Records when they signed him on the spot. And we're going to hear about that story in three, two, one. Dustin Parks is sideways, everybody. Let's go. Who they try to catch? Who they going to threat? The world is burning down like a cigarette. We losing feeling. Call it 30 Percocet. I'll be standing on the ground so you won't catch me running yet. Drive by. All we do is wonder why. Got them people with the badge shooting bullets to the What's up, people? I know you're enjoying this episode so far, and I know we promised you an incredible interview, and the time has come, people. You know the cast, man. I got Evan Yarmo and Brett Coleman in here. What up, boys? How you guys doing? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I'm happy to be here. Nice, dude, I can tell, man. Your vibes are high, dude. Is that fair Always. to say? Always. I love it, dude. Well, my vibes are high as well, and uh, the reason why is we are joined by another special individual, boys, okay? We've got a man who has traveled from coast to coast to chase a dream and is currently absolutely crushing it. He represents a band claiming Santa Barbara, California that has one of the cleanest 
freshest sounds on the scene. He has shared the stage with absolute reggae rock legends. He's collaborated with some of the most talented people in hip-hop, and he has earned every blessing that has come his way. His band caught the eye of Law Records so much so that in 2018, they signed him to a contract, and he is fresh off a huge single release and has a ton of momentum. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a legend in the making lead singer of the band Sideways, Dustin Parks. Dustin, what's up, dude? How you doing? (laughs) Damn, dude, what an introduction that was. Uh, I'm doing great, man. How you guys doing? <coughs> well, I can't, I can't speak for Evan and Brett, but I'm stoked. I'm stoked to get the chance to talk to you. We're big fans of your music, and uh, this is just this is an incredible opportunity to chop it up a little bit and get to know you. So I'm Me stoked. Too. Evan, Brett, what about you guys? You know, I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, been looking forward to it. We've been talking about it for the last week. And, you know, it's, it's cool that we're getting into this season with a lot of good energy, a lot of positive energy. And, and hearing all this music that's now coming out from all these, you know, vibes and creativity that have been stowed up on the, in the last year. So I'm excited for this conversation, excited about all that, you know, you've done as an artist that we're getting to, to hear now. And I'd uh, love to hear about the inspiration. So, JB, that's a long-winded, I'm feeling damn good. <laughs> Dustin, glad Hell you're yeah. here, man. Let's do Me this. Me too, man. Fuck you. Hell yeah. Well, let's hear from the man himself. So, Dustin, first of all, obviously, thanks for joining us, man. But I feel like you should check in with the people and just let them know kind of what you've been up to, what life is like in uh, Dustin Park's world today. Just let them know. Paint a picture, man. How's life? Life is good, man. Life is good. We've been just settled down, writing, recording. While we can during all this COVID time and the shutdown. Uh, and it's been great. We just released a new song with Pepper that's just been crushing. Uh, we're stoked on that one. Um, we got a couple more coming out with a couple other features I can't say just yet. But uh, I'm excited for you guys to all hear them. Awesome, man. Yeah, actually, you know what's funny? I think we reviewed uh, the single that dropped with Pepper. We won't uh, run last episode, man. That track is a banger man and oh, thank you it, it it was it was like it was so relevant or so timely man there was it was a powerful song and i guess i'm just kind of curious we can jump right into it man but um you know a i thought it was so cool to see you collaborating with pepper like that's just a just an epic vibe but also you know this song was like i said it, the lyrics felt very timely kind of you know i don't know when you wrote it but i'm assuming that things in the world were kind of going crazy like they like they are now but was that kind of the um, the purpose of this song or how the song came to, to, to be is that you wanted something to kind of reflect what's going on out there or did it just happen naturally? I don't know, but I'm kind of curious if you could speak on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it definitely happened naturally. I didn't really plan on doing a song like this. Um, but Kaleo actually had, we had the instrumental and we sent it over to him because I wanted to do a song with him. We played a show like the Belly Up Tavern with him and I talked to him. I was like, we have this cool idea if you want to sing on it. And he was like, hell yeah. Sent it over to him, and um, he did some scratch vocals on it when it was an instrumental. And he came up with like the "We Won't Run," and right off the bat, I was like, "All right, well, that's that's just gonna be perfect for like what's going on right now." And then I just hit it hard with like the first verse, and it just came out like political, kind of like we don't we don't really have a political song just yet until this one, but it just talked about you know the, the racism going on and, and all that covered so many topics, and then. Um, just was stoked on it it was just like oh this is this is a big one right here so yeah um he definitely topped it off with the chorus and then uh it just came so naturally everything just came i think i did it in like just a few hours just just busted it out so it was it was awesome 
Yeah, man, it was definitely it was definitely the track that people needed, and and I feel like the visuals uh, that came with it were dope. I think I saw it even on on Cali Roots Radio on XM Radio. The thing was playing all weekend. I mean, that's big. That's a good look and getting out there. So um, that's awesome, man. I, I wish you a lot of success with that track, and I think anyone that's listening now that hasn't heard it needs to check it out because um, it's an absolute banger. But uh, one question I have for you is even just taking a step back. Um, I'm curious if you could maybe let the listeners know, those that don't know your story, uh, kind of fill them in a little bit about um, just where you come from and, and, and how this band came to be and what led you out to uh, doing some of the things that you're doing right now. Maybe a little kind of backstory and, and, and uh, bio of, of Sideways for the people that, that, uh, yeah. that don't know but need to know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm originally from right outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Me and my producer started this this project sideways, and uh, it was kind of like it was like very hip hop. We kind of started it in I think freshman year of college. <laughs> I ended up dropping out of college and moving to California, but we started it, and I was just in my dorm room writing songs, and I would go home every weekend just to record uh, with him. So we kind of got this like EP going, and we were psyched on it because we had bands in high school, and then. Everyone went their separate ways, but we kind of like weren't done with it yet. So we kept writing and recording and just throwing songs on the internet and they got some traction and, and you know, and it, it was good. And we were like, oh shit, maybe we should keep doing this. And I just fucking hated school. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to drop out and really focus on this for the next year or so and then fly out to California and just try and, and push the project. So... um that's it. I landed in LA and I'm still, Trevor, me and him are still working together. He produces all of our music just from, he still lives in Boston um, and moved to LA, then got to Santa Barbara, played some gigs, met some people and uh, eventually formed um, the group that uh, a bunch of kids were like, you know, this, this music's awesome and uh, we want to join it and found some great musicians right outside of the, the school here at UCSB. And um, ever since then, we've just been ripping shows together. So it's been great. Yeah, that's uh, that's incredible. And, and I just want to hone in on one thing you said, man. Like, I'm just trying to understand. So you, so you were in school in Boston, making music. Music was your your passion. And then you were just like, you know what? Fuck this. This isn't right. I need to. I need to put this down, get on a plane, go out to California and chase my dream. Like that's big. That's a big decision. Yeah, a lot of people... I actually, I was in uh, your neck of the woods. I was actually at Plymouth State University. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Um, yeah. But yeah, wasn't feeling it. And I, and I just, I knew there was something there. And if I'd never tried, then I would regret it forever. So I just, I just packed up and went for it. Was that, was it, was it a tough decision? Were you like, weighing pros and cons and like, right. Like what are you talking with family and like mulling over the decision? Or did you just know deep down? Like, Nope, this is it. I'm doing it. I'm always I, curious I, when people make these big decisions. Yeah. I mean, I definitely thought about it for a little bit, but it, it was like, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I actually had a buddy that was going to move out here with me and we we're going to get a place together. And he bailed like two weeks before. And my parents were like, what do you want to do? You still want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely still going for it. And he wasn't like a part of sideways or anything. He was just a friend. Yeah coming out and i was like no fuck it i'm definitely going so yeah it's pretty rad uh, how'd you, awesome. how, how you manage that i mean heck that's a, that's like a huge huge obstacle to overcome right there it was hard dude i i uh 
landed in Inglewood. <laughs> um, so it was pretty, uh, pretty uh, hard spot uh, to handle. I lived in Inglewood, and then I worked in Venice for a little bit just to make some money for rent. And uh, eventually I found Santa Barbara, and I was like, oh, this, this place is amazing. So I ended up coming here instead. That'd yeah, be man. some. That'd be some sort of culture shock, dude. Like coming out from the East Coast, and then you end up in Inglewood, and you're like, "Yeah, wow, exactly." <laughs> that doesn't feel right. And then Venice is a unique place for sure, a good place, but yeah, then very different. I mean, Santa Barbara is just the definition of chill. So it is. It's beautiful, small beach town, and yeah, I absolutely love it. It's a smaller like San Diego, definitely. Right. Right. So. So I'm, I'm again. I'm like I'm piecing everything together. So you got out to California and you started playing shows out there. And then if I if I recall this right from kind of doing my research, it sounded like you linked up with Iration in some capacity, and that kind of helped um, you know start building a network and connections. That you know obviously the music and the talent was there. You went out there and and, and earned those opportunities, and then through that kind of networking, was able to get bigger opportunities and kind of um, you know things kind of just took off from there. Is, is that, is that accurate? Is that, uh, is that kind of yeah, how the story went? It is. I actually became friends with, uh, Joe D who's the drummer of Iration, and, uh, we were good buddies and I never like told him I like <laughs> played music or anything. I just like kind of made my way in as, as a friend and not like, Hey dude, check out my CD or whatever. And that's oh, that's a, awesome. that's a really important thing to do. Yeah. Um, and we became friends for a while and then, I think he one day was like, dude, I heard you, I heard you like sing or, or heard one of your songs. I was like, oh yeah, like, yeah, I play, you know, music. And he was like, dude, it was, it was great. And then that's when I knew I had my opportunity. Uh, sorry, Joe, you just do. But I <laughs> had my opportunity to say, hey, I have a couple songs actually for this EP. You know, can you send it over to Yasad at Law Records? And uh, he was like, dude, of course I can. And he sent it over to Yasad, and I heard back a week later. Yasad texted Joe back, whatever, and you know he showed me, and it was like, "Who are these kids? Like, do you know them?" Joe was like, "Yeah, yeah, they're they buddy is a singer, and uh, you know they're interested in working with you guys." And he was like, "Shoot them down to Redondo, you know, next week, and I'll meet them." So, me and my drummer drove down there and got lunch with Yasad, which is just a trip because I've just been listening to Pepper since I was fifteen, and. Um, that 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 launch right there he's like i want to sign you guys and we were like fuck <laughs> that's awesome so i i thank joe d to this day i mean it, nice. it makes sense your guys's music is awesome like i mean we scour the internet for different bands to listen to and it's like you know we're, we're always looking for something new that we get to listen to and push on all of our different socials you know and you guys have just like great polished music right out the bat um i mean how thank have you, you guys thank you gotten so polished so fast is it just like the passion you're doing this all the time or or do you not view it as it's, that are you guys just going through the motions uh it's uh, it's really just uh trevor buckingham and, and my other buddy dana schultz who are both east coasters who do a lot of the production and all that and i'll record a bunch out here and send it to them and they just are so good at what they do they polish the shit out of it and uh just make songs i mean we don't get in this big fancy studio we're doing it in our garage and he has a nice studio at home but you know they're so good at what they do that they make it just sound awesome which is something i couldn't do alone so uh it's pretty rad they definitely crush it yeah and 
speaking of that sound, in something I said in the intro, I, I think when I was like um, introing you, I said you you you've collaborated with some of the most talented people in hip hop, and the reason why I said that is 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 one of my favorite tracks and and a track that you did with um, with an artist Greaves, and I, I'll say this: so I'm a big fan of atmosphere. I, I consider myself like um, you know a, a connoisseur of hip hop. I didn't know. Grease when I first heard that track I listened to it and then boom I just like explored his catalog I'm now I'm like a huge Grease fan but that song was so unique it's such an awesome collaboration you don't see that too often in this genre in this scene so I think like first of all just like that was incredible that was an incredible track but also I'm I'm curious how that happened man how that came to be and I always love the origin story of tracks like that but it's definitely a banger um, yeah um yeah. That's I mean I I love that song. It's obviously our biggest one right now. That's some of my favorite right like favorite style of reggae just cuz I like that like hip hop driving baseline kind of more grimy sounding reggae than like yeah. the you know Corona's on the beach style reggae. I really like that kind of driving um darker reggae and I actually didn't know who Greaves was either. Um Trevor and Dana were huge fans of Greaves and we were looking for a feature and he was like, "Hey, we love this uh, hip-hop artist who's on Atmosphere's label, and I never heard him, and I was like, oh, cool, like, if you think he's good, you know, give him the track, and he was down to do it, and I never really researched him until I got the track back, and I was like, holy shit, who is this guy? <laughs> and yeah, yeah. he just he crushed it. It was so good. So then I went to, like, his Spotify and researched him, and I just became such a big fan, um, and he's helped that song just blast off, so pretty rad. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, that you guys have a lot of like incredible content out there. I mean, I'm, I was just checking out your YouTube between like some of those songs and some of the acoustic videos you've done, and and um, the, the the Kona Town recording sessions, and something Brett mentioned earlier, being a part of the uh, the House that Bradley built project. You guys are really putting a lot of quality content out there. Um, I'm curious, man, is that is that is that a result of just being around a lot of creative people having the right team like how do you as a band make sure you guys are putting fresh content out there putting the right kind of content out there and uh and just staying fresh we uh i mean we we definitely take it very serious i mean especially me i like you know if i'm kind of iffy on a song i just i won't put it out and i'll wait on it if it doesn't if i'm not feeling it i'm just gonna trash it and, and move on um I think you always have to top, like, the song that you put out, you always have to top it, no matter what. And I think if the song is not as strong as that last one, or, like, stronger, like, then you shouldn't put it out. And that's how I always felt. And, um, yeah, I mean, we we like to put out really production-sounding songs out. Um, instead of just a four-piece band, we like to have a lot of that big, like, backing track sounds and, and all that good stuff. And I think that um, kind of really makes our sound. Awesome. Yeah, man. It sounds like you got a lot of good resources and a lot of, uh, people helping. Well, not a lot of people, but just a lot of, uh, inspiration around you to help bring all these ideas to life, which is something that, you know, really is a big part of all the creation process, right? Being able to like have these thoughts and then be able to articulate them musically, visually with the videos and everything like that. Um, a lot, you know, I would think some of the people that listen to this podcast, they listen to it for the new songs, but they also listen to it for some inspiration from artists. And I think that uh, when we look at, you know, 
from the outside perspective, what you've been doing is you've really just been taking full advantage of your opportunities and getting the most out of it. Um, so you got to be present, I guess, is my assumption mm-hmm. for that in this process. What would you, what kind of advice would you give to people that are listening, trying to, you know, whether they're in sales or music or whatever, just trying to come up in their own game and trying to get themselves ahead? Is there any one thing that you feel like has, has just been that driving force that's allowed you to get there? Yeah, I mean, uh, it comes back to becoming friends with Joe D. And I always say, like, well, for one, you got to, you know, practice your ass off every day. You got to keep writing. You got to write good songs. And then what I did is I made friends with somebody who was a little higher up than me that I knew could definitely help me out in a way. And you got to party your ass off with them no matter what happens. You, it, you're going to party till four in the morning, suck it up, wake up the next day. You just got to show them that you're cool and you got to be a cool <laughs> person and, and that will that'll get you there, I promise. Nice, nice. <laughs> there you go. I feel like that applies for anybody going from Boston to California. I feel like you got to <laughs> heed that advice, man. That's, that's how you make yeah, it work. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, that's incredible, man. <laughs> one, uh, one one question I have for you is listening to your your lyrics. That's another thing that I love about your band is you guys, um, you know, your, your lyrics really uh, they they hit they hit hard, man. And and some of your lyrics talk about anxiety, depression, like you know, it's it's you, you really kind of don't hold back, which is awesome. You know, listen to as a fan that deals with those things and. and uh, you know, in the real world. And I'm just kind of curious if that's a conscious effort on your part to kind of like, you know, just open up, be vulnerable in your lyrics, talk about real shit. And, and um, yeah, I'm just kind of curious, like the writing process, if you're just like, all right, I'm just going to lay it all out there. Or if it's kind of like your storytelling, or, I, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of curious, um, you know, how you put out music that's just so open. Yeah, I absolutely. And, and I definitely, uh, I definitely enjoy when artists, do that and they don't hold back and uh it's definitely experiences that everyone has it's like the journey i mean just just moving from coast to coast and like there's so many ups and downs and like you know you're never gonna have like the best day all the time and uh i definitely capture that a little bit in ways i mean you're gonna go through self-doubt depression like there's there's so many things that can happen trying to be a musician i mean it's like it's 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 so hard and, um, you know, I, I look at it as like my journal. I, I kind of just write everything that I'm feeling and put it over some good music so it doesn't sound as dark as it is because you'll put it over like happier sounding music. But I think it's uh, just a great expression. And um, I think a lot of people can relate to it, especially if you're doing something that's like you never know what's going to happen in the long run, you know. True, man. True. Well, um, every just, day can't be the best day. Sorry, it's in my head. You were talking about atmosphere and the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold my damn breath. Sorry, y'all. I love it. Break the monotony. Like no, no, no. It's good. It. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So, I, I guess you know one thing I'm always curious about is kind of like what's in the works. You know, you guys, like I said previously, you have a ton of momentum. A lot of people are excited to see what's next. A lot of people are loving the the, the recent uh, single and some of the vibes you guys are putting out there. Um, 
I'm curious, man. What what do the people have to look forward to, man? What are you guys working on now? We uh, in the works. We do have uh, a real video for We Won't Run with Kaleo. We're just waiting on his schedule, so we're gonna we're gonna shoot that down in San Diego um, instead of just like the kind of promotion um, ones on Instagram. And uh, we'll drop a couple more singles. We have, I think, two more features, and then. We're actually hopping into a studio with this guy named Kyle Black, who is uh, a producer for like Paramore in Newfound Glory and like all these like alternative pop punk bands that like I'm obsessed with because um, I do love that pop punk style. So we have a couple alternative tracks as well as reggae on this record. And I'm really excited about it. Oh, yeah. Just reading the lyrics, you know, from We Won't Run. It kind of gives me some of that angst that like I could hear turned up into a punk rock song or like an anthem or something. It's just yeah. a totally different genre, but you know, using those words. So I'm excited to hear that, dude. I I have deep affection for the pop punk music scene. From I, I can't say I listen to it as much. Less than Jake has been the one band I think that stuck with me yep. from back in the day to current, um, only because they've just stayed consistent. But that could be a story for a whole other time. But I'm excited yeah, to hear yeah. that. It's good to hear some Dude. some more energy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm a big like alternative rock pop punk guy as well. But yeah, some some guy uh, like wrote up wrote about uh, we won't run and was like, it sounds like you know Rage Against the Machine, but a reggae version. I'm like, that's awesome. It's fucking sick because like, uh, Rage Against the Machine is is so good. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's. Uh... Part of this music is being able to express messages and they're not always, you know, going to have a smile. There's sometimes got to be that real authentic feeling of this is what's going on. This is the present moment. And even as you're saying, like it came to you quickly, there's obviously a lot of voices and messages swirling around with so many things happening in our society that, you know, it's like if you had that state of mind consciousness, what you could pull out immediately and drop down. And it's it's great to be able to capture that as a moment in time. Uh, but then to be able to kind of expand on that musically and add some some different emphasis to other syllables or what have you is going to be fucking dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. You put it, you put it great. That's exactly right. Oh yeah. Well, I feel educated. I feel <laughs> I feel good. I, you know what it is, dude. I I love the the different the different styles because you mentioned early on the hip hop. You got pop punk. You all alternative. Rock, Rage Against the Machine, all these like influences. What, what is what are some of like your reggae influences, or even I don't know. I'm just kind of curious, like what who motivated you as a growing up? Like who do you really draw inspiration from? I, I saw you did a Blink 182 cover. Um, you know, I think the title of your first album, if I'm not mistaken, was an ode to Sublime. Is that a Sublime quote? Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'm assuming yeah, all those kind of go into it, but I'm just. I'm curious, man. What what really got you going? What really helped you like fall in love with music, man? Early on, uh, it was definitely influences. it was definitely in high school. You know, like everyone else is smoking a bunch of weed, and I discovered, you know, Half Pint, Dennis Brown, yes. uh, Barrington Levy, and and I just became obsessed. Like w- like more than Bob Marley, I became obsessed with those. Um, and then a little later, I think I heard Sublime, and then. Slightly Stupid and Pepper and that whole, you know, genre after like the reggae stuff. And um, 
I just fell in love with it. I remember going, I was driving to high school with, uh, I was a freshman and, and the dude who was driving me, my buddy was a senior and he threw on like Garden Grove or something by Sublime and I'd never heard it before. And I was like, holy, holy, who is this? This is so sick. And ever since that day, I just became the biggest Sublime fan, which led to, you know, Sly Stupid, Pepper, you know, all those guys. And, um, I raced Revolution in Santa Barbara here and, uh, just became the biggest reggae fan from, from that day. And then my other side is hip hop and pop punk. So I just, the whole album is like a mix of those three things. That's so incredible. pretty, pretty That's excited incredible. about it. It's going to be a good one. I'm going to get down yeah. to that. Yeah. You, you know what? You know what? Just in, in this conversation with you, like, and thinking about your, just taking a step back and thinking about your story, like just a, a guy that dropped out of school, went across the country to chase his dream and is now having the kind of success that you're having. Like, first of all, congratulations, man. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank but you. I feel, <laughs> I feel just in talking to you that, you know, you're, you're humble, but you're also very focused and driven. And, I got to imagine that you're not anywhere close to maybe some of your bigger goals. I feel like oh, you're like, not you even know, close. I, like this isn't <laughs> the end. Like this is this. You could celebrate just being where you're at now because you've made it compared to a lot of other people. But I got to imagine you want more. There's more. There's a next level. And I'm just kind of curious if you could speak on that. Maybe kind of your mindset or some of the goals that you have or, or where yeah. you see this thing going. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm that type of person that I I I never feel satisfied for where I am. And it's that, I think it's that East Coast drive mentality because you just, like, I mean, we're so driven and, and we just want, we want the next thing and the next thing. And, you know, I get, I have people tell me all the time, like, dude, you should be satisfied where you are. And I'm like, no, oh, dude, like, there's always more. There's always more to go and get. <coughs> and it's it's a blessing and a curse because you got to be happy where you are. But if you're happy where you are, you won't, you won't, you won't succeed. You won't drive to go farther. And uh, that's that's the way I've always looked at it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like in that sense, just thinking that you know, I, I told you we're going to go over twenty five minutes, and I'm sure this is going to push it over. But in, in the in the sense of like, wow, I totally lost train of thought because I was worried about the time we were taking here. <laughs> but when you have when you have that motivation, um, dude, total bomb. You're gonna have to edit, Evan. Sorry, man. Never. No, never. This all We're leaving it in here. Leave it in. What do you got? No, I'm, try, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to articulate it and it just completely just, so. That that's, a, that's, too much dad, that's too much dad's elixir. That'll do it to you, man. No, no not even. Them. No, I Actually, just, that too, that'll too probably help you out. system overload, dude. Too many things firing at once. Um, but I think it's, okay, sorry. This is what it is. That when you have such an effort you know like in a concentrated effort to keep grinding and you're always trying to do something you're trying to build you know i I feel like independent musicians independent media independent everything right now is a big part of it and you know having the ability to have a springboard and a back-end like law is amazing and having the 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 people behind that label that have had these experiences that have very much been on the independent scene to build something is awesome too but there's also something to be said for allowing things to happen, right? And and being available to allow things to happen. Because I think back to kind of talking to Indubious and this whole thought of you have to kind of like when you stop worrying about money is the time where somehow you find yourself in the greatest opportunities of wealth. But you have to be open and stop worrying about something so much. And so there's like this balance that I guess 
I kind of wanted to touch on and talk about because it's awesome to be able to be so driven, but I think it's like this and I, and I'm not taking anything at all away from you. It's like this lottery miracle magic when they line up, when the two line up between, you know, being able to have that opportunity, being able to be present for that opportunity, but being able to accept the opportunity to take it. So, I mean, maybe that's kind of a lot to unpack, but that's me just, it kind of dawned on me from that one. That's why system overloaded right there. It was all the pieces of like, (laughs) how do you, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, Right. You sound like you're just very in inspired by drive. this by this story. Well, I <laughs> like, am, but I think there's a difference between the difference is like he, like you just said, Dustin's he's still grinding, he's still pushing. There's still the next thing. There's still something else, and it's also kind of the antithesis of just letting things happen. So I'm just like it's kind of a it's an interesting play because the two like they work against each other. So just from somebody who's in the middle of amazing growth and a springboard and an opportunity where you have to drive. Are there, have there been opportunities or situations where you feel like you just got to roll with it? Maybe it's the getting drunk and getting wasted and having the best time of your life to make sure you have those friendships. I don't know what it is, but it's gotta be something that allows you to take the opportunity to the next level. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And, um, trying to put it, see how I can put this. I think like, yeah, for me, for me, like I said, it's tough to, you know, be in the moment and, and, and have my success that I've had because, you know, I'm always going to want the next thing. And it's great when something happens to me and I'm always like, oh, like I get so excited. Like it, it, it makes my entire day, you know, fired up. But then I'm like, cool. Like, so like, what's next? What's next? And I, it, like it is, it's a blessing and a curse. Um, and it's hard to deal with. I, I haven't hit like the... The middle ground yet where i'm like this is awesome i'm i'm so satisfied i don't know if i ever will but i just know that the drive is there and i think that's the most important than than feeling like you've done it all and, and you're settled and you're satisfied right yeah there's got to be that constant sense of unsettledness you know not being settled mm-hmm. but also enjoying the ride as you are there so I think it's amazing you can do that. Sorry for my long-winded internal thought that I shared with you all. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. That's it's why great we're question. here, man. That's why we're here. This is why we talk, and this is why I hope people listen because you're, you're living a dream. You're definitely living one of mine, and 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 uh, props to you, bro. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, guys, dude. That's that's awesome. It means a lot to me. Thank you, dude. I love the advice. Just party hard until people see that you're cool. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's like. I, I could that that, I, that must have worked with uh, with Pepper. Although I bet they probably made that a challenge for you. I they, could I yeah. could imagine that those guys get after it pretty hard when they want. They're to. Uh, those guys are the nicest guys of all time. And oh, that's awesome. Yasad is always said, "Just be cool." Like that's like the most important thing. Like yeah. you can be like a mediocre band growing up, but if you're cool, like someone will grab you and take you on tour. <laughs> And yes. um, it's it's just great advice. It, it's so yeah. funny that that's it's that easy, but um, it's funny because if you're if you're like you know like not easygoing and like kind of stubborn and like have a bad attitude, that band's gonna be like, well, you know, fuck them. Why would yeah. we want to go three months with yeah. them if like they're just gonna be grumpy all the time? So yeah. you you definitely have to show that. And uh, 
I put in my work with, with iration for sure. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that might be the secret to success right there, dude. I, love it, just, just I think cool. it is. Yeah. yeah wise just be cool. words, wise words. Right. Hey, yeah. real quick. I know we're, we're wrapping here shortly, but, um, I saw a lot of records just signed Joe Sambo and I know he's a, he's a new England guy. Are, are you yeah. familiar with Joe or? I, uh, I, uh, I just from the, cause he was on the house of Bradley, com- Bradley yeah, compilation. Yeah. And, uh, I heard his cover and and I was like, oh wow, this guy's a great fucking voice. And I kind of dug into him a little bit, and then I found out he's from New Hampshire, and I was like, oh no yeah. way. So uh, yeah, I think that guy's gonna be great. He's got a really cool style, and uh, the dude can sing. Yeah, that guy dude, can definitely sing. Yeah, no, he's he's incredible, man. We've had him on this podcast a couple of times. He's just an amazing guy. I met him a bunch, watched him live. So talented. I mean, I, listen, we like to speak things into existence on this podcast, but if there's ever a sideways song featuring Joe Sambo, well, you yeah. know what? That seed was planted here because I think that'd be incredible, but no pressure, man. Uh, what, uh, that's that's what, pretty dope. What vet? Do you guys go to like Bernie's in New Hampshire? Is like, oh, yeah, that's dude. That's the spot. Yeah. That's the spot. Bernie's Beach Bar. I've, dude, I've been yes. there just t- two times. I saw a Giant Panda Girl Dub Squad there. I was home okay. for a week. Yeah, my buddies were going, and I like I was able to get out that night, and that was the first time I went there, and that place is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, super it's incredible, rad. right on the water, dude. Yeah. That's like that is that is a spot for sure. People, you wouldn't expect that in New Hampshire. That's yeah, that feels yeah. like a Cali spot, right? That feels like something you see out west, yeah. but you know, Bernie's uh, I, is the shit, man. Definitely. I'm sure that place rips in the summer. That that's awesome. Oh yeah, well, hey man, if you ever head back out this way, let us know. We're getting 360s out here, man. We're we're out in the in the northeast, so um, and, and yeah. also Arizona, man, in the yeah, southwest, we got Brett yes. Coleman down there, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're doing it, yeah. So, <laughs> we'll definitely, man. yeah, we'll definitely be in Arizona um, before New Hampshire, um, but I'm not sure exactly when, but we'll definitely see you. Come on down, man. Love to have you. And, yeah. uh, you know, JB, Evan, let's make sure that we stay cool. Let's be cool. Dustin, be tell your friends we're cool because we like talking to more people. Season four is off to a great start. We're going to yes. be cool. We're going to be the cool kids of this reggae rock absolutely scene. hell yeah hell yeah i like it well dustin man thank you so much dude you're, you're uh you're an incredible talent man you've got some big fans out there and just keep doing your thing and uh thank you for blessing us with some time anything that we can do for you man let us know but um until next time man we, we wish you nothing but success dude thank you guys for having me the support you guys are awesome thank you so much thanks for bro sure. all right peace peace